welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 99 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about Andy Dalton joining the Dallas Cowboys. That's right, folks. Andy Dalton has finally left the Cincinnati Bengals and found a new home as the backup quarterback to Dak Prescott in Dallas. Everyone this offseason was talking about Dalton maybe joining the Patriots to replace Tom Brady, maybe joining the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, he makes a totally surprise move and joins the Dallas Cowboys. Before I talk about his jump to Dallas, I want to look back at his nine years with the Bengals. In nine seasons, Andy Dalton threw for 204 touchdowns, 118 interceptions. He made three Pro Bowls. Five postseason appearances. These were five straight appearances, and he played in four games. He missed the fifth one due to injury. And I think it's fair to note that Boomer Esiason and Carson Palmer, who are well-known Cincinnati Bengals quarterbacks, each only went to the postseason twice. So Andy Dalton more than doubled their postseason appearances. I think that's fair to note because I think Andy Dalton has become a punching bag to the media. I'm a Patriots fan and radio host in Boston were making fun of Dalton, saying he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I think there are quarterbacks we think of far greater than Andy Dalton who have not even sniffed that many postseason appearances, let alone go to the postseason in each of their first five seasons. I feel the same way about Dalton that I do about Joe Flacco. These were guys that came in and immediately they win football games. That's what they did. Forget about the stats. Forget about how clutch or not clutch clutch they are, they find a way to win football games, and they both become media punching bags, and it kind of irritates me. Listen, I get it. We all want that guy who consistently throws for 35 touchdowns and wins big games, but sometimes we don't have, there's not 30 great quarterbacks, and Andy Dalton is not a great quarterback, but he is good enough to be a starter in the National Football League. Also, he's far exceeded expectations for a second round draft pick. It's like people forget Andy Dalton had to basically start out of nowhere because Carson Palmer demanded a trade from the Cincinnati Bengals. So Andy Dalton immediately took over the job for Carson Palmer and made it to the postseason in his first season with the Bengals. He immediately produced. He immediately won football games for a team that's known for being a laughing stock. And I do think at first people liked Andy Dalton. They recognized that he could win football games. But then in 2014, he gets a six-year, $114 million contract, and we all make fun of him immediately because we all think he's overpaid. And I get it. But they had to pay Andy Dalton that because replacing a quarterback is a very difficult thing to do in the NFL. So guess what? The Bengals were in a tough situation, and they paid Andy Dalton. But I just don't understand why we immediately start to make fun of the players for that happening. We did the exact same thing with Joe Flacco. He wins the Super Bowl, he gets paid, and we immediately mock him for the next six years. And we're going to do it to the guy he's about to be the backup to. When Dak Prescott gets paid, we're immediately going to say he's overpaid. I'm just sick and tired of these quarterbacks getting these massive contracts, and then we immediately go, wow, that guy's not good enough to get paid like that. But there was a four to five year period where we all agreed that Andy Dalton was a decent enough quarterback and then he got paid and then we made fun of him. 
And basically, the media has never stopped. Since he got that big contract, it's been, when are the Bengals going to get rid of Andy Dalton? When are they going to get rid of this overpaid, overpriced quarterback? And obviously, it didn't help that the Bengals were paying Dalton that kind of money. But don't act like the Bengals were going to use that money and spend wisely. Because this is a tortured franchise who makes bad decisions. So I think blaming Dalton for their lack of success is ridiculous. Really, in his time with the Bengals, he was given one great offensive weapon. And that's A.J. Green. Yes, he had decent weapons in tight end Tyler Eifert, who was often injured Jermaine Gresham was a decent tight end. And then you have Mohamed Sanu, who's an above average wide receiver, but not a top tier one. So really, Andy Dalton was given one main weapon in A.J. Green. And when Dalton was putting up good numbers, we all kept saying this is only because he has A.J. Green. Imagine if a great quarterback had A.J. Green. I just don't think Andy Dalton got a fair shake from the media. I think when you look at a player, you have to look at the standards of the organization that he is playing for. And the standard for the Cincinnati Bengals is not the same standard for the Green Bay Packers or the New England Patriots. They don't have a standard of Super Bowl or nothing. So for someone to go in there as a second round draft pick and get that team to the postseason five times, I believe is good enough in and of itself. There's no one in this planet that thinks Andy Dalton ever played with a Super Bowl caliber winning team or coach. And I'm not here defending Dalton because I think he's great. I think he does come up short in big time games. I mean, the fact that he has free and 13 career against the Pittsburgh Steelers is ridiculous because that is the Cincinnati Bengals rivals. But don't act like that's all Andy Dalton's fault. The Bengals were never big spenders in the offseason to improve their teams. Even if the year before they had good teams, I find them to be a very cheap organization. And oh, by the way, there's the fact that for eight seasons, he played for Marvin Lewis, a head coach that most of you believe is mediocre. No one believes Marvin Lewis was a great head coach. And I don't think you can have it both ways. I don't think you can say Andy Dalton is a bad quarterback and then say Marvin Lewis is the worst head coach in the league and then Andy Dalton go to the postseason five times and you still mock him. Like, I don't think both things can be true. They couldn't have both been the problem there. Either you believe Marvin Lewis is the worst head coach and Andy Dalton is better than the situation he's in, or you believe Marvin Lewis is a good head coach and Andy Dalton is the problem. I find most people mock both of them, and I don't find that to be fair. My opinion is Andy Dalton has never played with a great head coach, and I believe he could put up better numbers if a Bill Belichick were his head coach. Even if a Mike Tomlin were his head coach, he had Marvin Lewis as his head coach, the ultimate like 8-8 eight eight head coach type guy. I find it impressive that he was even able to make the postseason five times with Marvin Lewis as his head coach and with the Cincinnati Bengals. And for me, the last four or five years, he was a member of the Bengals. It just felt like they were stuck in their situation. Like the Bengals were just going to let this play out. They were going to let Dalton's contract run out and they were going to just be mediocre. Like they had all accepted mediocrity. They weren't going to fire Lewis. We all thought they were going to trade Dalton. 
They never did that. They were just stuck in place. And so for his numbers to have gone down those last four or five years, I think that's understandable because he was just stuck with an organization that was stuck in mediocrity and accepted it. My belief is that if Andy Dalton were the starter of a good team with a good head coach, he could win 10 to 11 games easily. He's just not one of those quarterbacks that's going to throw for 40 touchdowns a season and propel your team to Super Bowl caliber levels. He is a game manager type of quarterback, but he can put up decent enough numbers, and if they have a good team around him, he can win football games. He's proven that. Five postseason appearances with the Cincinnati Bengals. Now he's moved on. He's a member of the Cowboys, and like a lot of quarterbacks now, veterans like Jameis Winston and probably Cam Newton are trying to be like Teddy Bridgewater and Ryan Tannehill. Be reliable backups and play well when called upon and try to get one last big time paycheck and be a starting quarterback again in the National Football League. I mean, look at Teddy Bridgewater. For two seasons, he's Drew Brees' backup. He gets to play whenever Drew Brees misses a game and he comes up big for them and the Carolina Panthers pay him big time money to be their starting quarterback. The same for Ryan Tannehill. He goes into a situation where Marcus Mariota is on the hot seat. Ryan Tannehill is sitting there waiting and when he gets his opportunity, he takes advantage of it and leads them to the postseason and wins a big time game against the New England Patriots and has one of the best seasons of his career and gets franchise money again to be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans for the foreseeable future. And I could easily see Andy Dalton in that same situation. I think out of those other names I mentioned, he's the safest bet to get another starting job. I mean, I think Jameis Winston is just too much of a wild card. The 30 picks and 30 touchdowns, that's great. He's a great talent, but I don't necessarily believe he will get another opportunity to be a starting quarterback. And with Cam Newton, it's a big health question whether or not Cam Newton can be a starting quarterback anymore. I mean, if he's not a runner, what's the point of having Cam Newton as your quarterback? Andy Dalton is in good health. He's a reliable enough quarterback where if there's talent around him, he can win football games. Especially if he gets to start for the Cowboys. Like if Dak Prescott misses a few games, then Andy Dalton can shine. I mean, he's going to have a good running game with Ezekiel Elliott. They have Amari Cooper and they have other weapons around him. He will definitely be able to succeed if he ever gets the opportunity to start a football game for the Cowboys. Again, I feel like a lot of you don't think that it's possible for Dalton to get another starting job, but just look at what happened with Ryan Tannehill. This was a guy that, again, we all made fun of with the Dolphins. He got a huge contract. We all thought he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the National Football League, and then he gets another opportunity and takes advantage of it. The same exact thing could happen for Andy Dalton, and I would not be surprised at all. He's only 32 years old. I think there's some football left in the tank for Dalton, and I definitely think a change of scenery and a change of head coach and playing with a good, solid franchise will definitely help out Andy Dalton. It will probably be freeing not to be mentioned as one of the most overpaid players in the NFL. I mean, he was on that list. The same with Tannehill. All that pressure being the Dolphins franchise quarterback. All that pressure Dalton probably had being the franchise quarterback for the Bengals. All that pressure is off. He just needs to be a solid backup for one to two years, and in those next one to two years, he might get a chance to be a starting quarterback again. If he takes advantage of that, of the moment where he gets to 
start again, he will probably get big money to be a starting quarterback again. And a lot of people are talking about how this signing is unfair to Dak Prescott. And listen, I understand that. But I don't think, again, you can have it both ways. The same people that are saying Andy Dalton is no good cannot be saying this is an actual threat to Dak Prescott. How good do you actually believe Dak Prescott is? I believe this year there's absolutely no chance of Andy Dalton being named the starter for the Cowboys unless... Prescott goes like 0-4 or 0-5, and there's no pressure on Dak because there's not a huge fan base that's shouting to the rooftops that Andy Dalton should be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. This isn't a situation where everyone's calling for Tim Tebow to start over Mark Sanchez. Andy Dalton does not have a huge fan base demanding he be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I do believe deep down, Jerry Jones does not want to pay franchise-level money to Dak Prescott because I don't think he's really worth that. He's not that guy either. He's not 40 touchdowns a year good. He is 25 to 30 touchdowns a year good, and he doesn't make many mistakes. But I have that same doubts of Dak Prescott is, can he win the big-time football games? I will say this, though. It was really dumb this week when Stephen Jones compared it to the Eagles having Nick Foltz. This is so stupid, and it makes it seem like the Cowboys can win a Super Bowl with Dalton and the same way they can do with Dak. And that's not a feeling you want Dak Prescott to have about you. And I have doubts whether or not the Cowboys can win a Super Bowl with either of those two quarterbacks. This has always been my issue with Jerry Jones and his son running the Dallas Cowboys. They want to make it feel like anyone in their organization is replaceable. Oh, Jimmy Johnson, we don't need him. We can get another head coach and we can win a Super Bowl. They're doing the exact same thing to Dak. They are trying to show him that he is replaceable and I think that's the wrong way of going about it. You've now put it in Dak Prescott's mind that if he gets hurt, Andy Dalton can come in and win a Super Bowl like Nick Foltz did with the Eagles. That's not the type of mindset you want your franchise quarterback to be at with your team, especially when he's under a franchise tag and his long-term future with the team is up in the air. And this is why Jerry Jones runs his team more like a reality television show more so than a stable organization that it used to be. It is interesting the similarities between Dalton and Dak. I mean, Dak was not a first-round draft pick either. He was a fourth-round draft pick, and he, like Dalton, replaced a pretty good starter in Tony Romo. Tony Romo was injured. Dak Prescott comes in and gets the Cowboys to the playoffs, like Dalton did when Carson Palmer left the Bengals. And now, when or if the Dallas Cowboys end up paying Dak Prescott that big-time $30 million a year contract, we will all be talking about how whether or not we believe Dak Prescott is worth that money. And the only way we will ever think he is worth it is if he leads the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. I feel like the entire point of my podcast right now is to talk about how the fact is it's not about Andy Dalton, it's not about Dak Prescott, it's about that how we get angry when people not named Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers get paid like top-tier quarterbacks. It's just the name of the game. We have to stop. 
tearing down quarterbacks based upon their salaries. It's maddening. And we just keep doing the same song and dance over again. Don't you get it? Dak Prescott is probably going to end up in the same situation that Andy Dalton is in. And history will just keep repeating itself if the media keeps tearing down quarterbacks who are paid at top tier level. It's just the name of the game. The next guy gets paid that because quarterbacks are so hard to replace. Dak will probably not be worth 30 to 35 million a year. But what are the Cowboys supposed to do? Restart? They already have a guy who's solid enough to win football games. They have Ezekiel Elliott. They have Amari Cooper. They're probably going to need to keep Dak Prescott. NFL teams know the grass is not always greener on the other side. It's why the Bengals paid Andy Dalton that massive amount of money because there's so much uncertainty about who the next guy was going to be. And yeah, maybe NFL teams play it way too safe with keeping that same guy. I feel like the Bengals did keep Andy Dalton there maybe three years too long, but still that uncertainty is out there. And sometimes changing the quarterbacks really is the best thing you can do. I mean, Alex Smith has been replaced twice. He's a same guy on that Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton level. Alex Smith was replaced with the 49ers with Colin Kaepernick. They went to a Super Bowl. Alex Smith was replaced by Pat Mahomes. He's become league MVP. So sometimes getting rid of that safe choice is really the best thing you can do for your organization. But don't act like it's easy to move on from the quarterback you have. I mean, Nick Foltz won a Super Bowl, and it was still almost impossible for the Eagles to move on from Carson Wentz. And there are some that will still argue that they should have. And for the Cowboys, their situation is Dak Prescott is 26 years old. He was a fourth-round draft pick, and he has proven he is quality enough to win football games and put up decent enough stats and be a high caliber starter in the NFL. No, he will probably never be an MVP. He'll probably never be a Brady, a Breeze, a Rodgers, even a Big Ben, but he can win football games and he probably right now is your best chance to win a Super Bowl. I also find that even if Dak did win a Super Bowl and puts up the same stats that he does, we'll still say he's overpaid. Like if he's not Pat Mahomes putting up 50 touchdowns, there'll still be a bunch of people who say, wow, that guy's overpaid. Like the same thing happened with Joe Flacco. He won a Super Bowl. He got paid. And then again, the whole like what, six years of that contract was like, wow, this guy was so lucky to have won that Super Bowl. If you're not the Brady's, the Breeze and the Rodgers putting up those ridiculous stats, winning MVPs, we're just going to continue that narrative of you're overpaid. You don't deserve to be paid. Andy Dalton, he doesn't deserve to be paid. Ryan Daniel, he doesn't deserve to be paid. Dak Prescott, he doesn't deserve to be paid. Even if those guys ever did end up winning a Super Bowl. With the quarterback position in particular, we just need to come to that reality that they're going to get overpaid because that's what the market is like right now. The NFL is the most popular sport in America and the most important position is the quarterback position and they're hard to find. And if you find one that throws 20 to 25 to 30 touchdowns a season and can win you 10 to 11 games a year, you're probably going to keep that one and not search for the next up and coming guy. I also think we take for granted consistency. Like Andy Dalton is what he is. You can get caught up in the stats and say, wow, there's a potential for Jameis Winston to throw 40 touchdowns a year. There's a potential for Cam Newton. We've seen an MVP season, but Cam Newton is pretty inconsistent throughout his career. Jameis Winston is 
His whole career has been inconsistent. Andy Dalton is what he is. And the same can be said for Dak Prescott. Even though he's still in that stage of his career where there's room to grow, he's shown he's a pretty consistent performer. And both of them might never reach these Hall of Fame heights, these Hall of Fame stats. But again, they are consistent and they are consistent in that they can win football games at a high enough level. I like this move for the Cowboys. If Dak Prescott does end up walking, they can use Dalton as a bridge quarterback to find the next guy. And again, Andy Dalton has a, what, one to two year window to show he can be a reliable backup, put up some good numbers when he does have the opportunity to play. I think Andy Dalton only needs that one opportunity to win one big playoff game. That would really help resurrect his career. Again, Ryan Daniel, he was at the end of the ropes. We didn't want to see him play. Then he beats the Patriots and he gets to be a starting quarterback again. That's what Andy Dalton needs. One big opportunity. And I, for one, am kind of rooting for him. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Ed Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.